It was so good the first time around, we decided to play it again. Please stay tuned for this encore, right here on 1-2 Radio. You're listening to The Mark Husson Show. Expect something wonderful. Hey everybody, happy Tuesday! Woohoo! <laughs> My favorite day to be with you. Good to hear you, good to see you. If you don't know where here is or where seeing is, come on over to 12radio.com and click the chat button on the left hand side because I assume you're listening now at, through the 12 Radio uh, website or you might be having the app. We have a lot of apps you can use to listen to us. But you get into the chat room and if you're not a member already, It'll ask you to become a member, and it's just it's just asking somebody to let you in, and we'll redo that for us so you can ask questions and cool. have them be private so they don't show up anywhere. So um, we did uh, put m- the welcome conference note locked in the chat room, and that above it has a number to call if you want to. Now we just locked the call number. If we happen to lose those people, you can call in again. But the lines are full right now, and so will uh, those people that are listening in or or that are already in the queue to click the link above the welcome picture in the chat room, and that will allow them to get a form over to us so we can run your chart. So complicated, isn't it? It really isn't. We made it really easy. So welcome. How are you? It's a Gemini moon. Are you feeling it? It has been so freaking amazing. I mean, so much is going on. There's a lot of energy in the air. I know there's a lot of talk. There's a lot of dialogue. A lot of you are feeling things lightening up. I know a lot of you may be experiencing maybe not lightening up, but I think it is lightening up for the majority of us. And I think, based on what I can see astrologically, there's good reason for it. And we're going to talk about that, right? So come join us. And um, if you if, if you aren't yet a friend of mine or if you're not let following the Facebook page, my address is facebook.com slash my name, Mark Husson. And you can follow there. I'll put posts up there. We're having a big sale today. Now, many of you know that they call me uh, the the father of one, two, which is so sweet. But it, it what it is is basically um, I have uh, – we used to have a new age store in uh, uh, Colorado called the 12th House. It was based on astrological uh, – the astrological house where the psychic mind, the subconscious mind resides – Uh, We had it for 30 years. We translate that into an online site called One to Listen, where my psychic advisors from around the world that started out as nine is now 54. uh, Come and join and talk to you and are there for you by phone with an incredible technology that we kind of keep understated. It's an understated technology. There's not yet been a a problem, a a credit card problem, a hijack problem. I'm so proud of the technology behind it. We're absolutely uh, customer-oriented. We keep you first. We make sure that you're taken care of and that you're, you're feeling safe. On top of that, the advisors are completely screened. It's not just like, oh, throw some cards down for me. We're kind of hardcore. <laughs> Those of you that know us, who, and some of you probably don't even listen to us out of having tried and not succeeded. Um, but because I think we do, it, it's hurtful sometimes when you say, you know, um, I didn't make it. It's not because you're not good or, or possibly not good. It's because there's a certain chemistry in, in multidimensional ways that we look for at one 2 com. And so if you call there, we want you to have an experience, a, de- a deepening experience. And these guys will take you deep. Um, from from you, It's hard to imagine the, the level of uh, camaraderie and the level of um, – uh, connection there is like Christy my producer she's a, a radio host she's a gifted psychic she's part of the psychic sisters she has her own show so it's multifaceted and that's just an example of how we do things over here so when you hear me reference the one two uh, that's what it means the one two radio uh, one two listen one two academy where classes are being taught and today we're having a big sale one two listen sale just because we love you and it does generate an interest and a love and an enthusiasm and excitement sale days for over us over at the one two family are very exciting 
And we set it up so you can go to one to listen and get on a little notifier that lets you know privately that we are going to have a sale. So you, we don't bug you with the, the big power peak that goes out to, the, to a different mailing list. And that's over at onetohouse.com. So there's a little bit to explore, a little bit to understand. I don't want to overwhelm you, but I am grateful for you. And now let's talk about what the fun thing there is to talk about here on the show, which is astrology. Now, a lot of you are starting to get this astrology thing. You're starting to understand that there's a band, a constellation that wraps around us. And I like to think of it as like, I don't know why, but I think of it as like a railroad track or a roller coaster track and a big circle. And we're in the center of it. And this railroad track, wherever there's a tie, one tie, uh, you know, the horizontal bar that connects the two rails, then 30... 30 feet or 30 inches of wheel column degrees later is another tie. And in between that box that is created is a constellation. And we have 12 of those making a complete circle of 360 degrees. Each of them are 30 degrees long and there's 12 of them. 360 degrees is a circle and it goes around us. That's as simple as it is. And as that's rotating around us, now in astrology, older science than astronomy, I might add, um, we rate things on how they appear, what the consciousness sees. We know the sun doesn't rotate around the earth, yet in astrology, the sun rolls around your chart. Okay, we know the moon isn't a planet, but it's a, it's a luminary. It reflects light. We count it in your chart. It's a very important component of your chart. Just like Pluto can be listed or delisted or relisted. It doesn't matter. We've, it's in our consciousness. We count it. And then there's a lot of people who throw in the asteroid belt and a lot of the asteroids in the middle is very intriguing science. I'm a traditionalist in that it's kind of a traditionalist. I believe that we use the, if we can just understand the 10 basic planets and the 12 signs, we're doing good. Um, and I have a psychological orientation. So I like uh, people like Liz Green or Dane Rudyard who take us into the psychological realm to understand it from a piece or perspective that is, um, more helpful because I feel if we can take astrology and use it to understand and like who we are, then we have a better chance of living life a little happier. What else is there, right? I mean, we're getting through this game here, right? And so there, we can guarantee there's going to be hurts and we can guarantee there's going to be pain and we can guarantee there's going to be loss on this planet. Astrology can help understand that we can have a center of love that we can that we can lean into and that there's a center of hope that we can count on which is why i can't stand gloom and doom predictions there's enough of that we get it already (laughs) you know it's like if you're getting those strange emails somebody goes your your future is bleak (laughs) like yeah tell me something i didn't know okay I mean, I'm not that pessimistic and I don't want you to be, but I want you to believe in something bigger and I want you to understand that's what I do with astrology. That's what I want my people around me to do with their craft. Use it to remind you that your life works. Use it to remind you that there's a connection, a loving connection around you. But to use that to invoke fear inside of you, that is where it looks abusive and that to me is what I can't tolerate. So any science that's out there, any metaphysical science, like I remember, and not to diss it because I know a lot of people love Solaris, was the 1111 children. I know the angel people do that a lot too. I call them the angel people, where 444 and the numbers is all, you know. If you And I get all that, the subscription to that. But you have to understand, when Solaris came out and said people who see 1111 are special, well, what the hell does that make the people who see 1212? Or what does that make the people who see... Nothing, but it's the time. <laughs> Less special? Maybe. Um, but I don't like that. And, I, and so if whenever we come up with a system that this is the way, then we have to have a dual. But in this dualistic world, the opposite of that means it can't be the way. <laughs> okay, so if you believe exercise saves your life, you must believe non-exercise will kill you. Um, but really, think about it all the way. People exercise their whole life. That means they live forever. Okay, so you just you you battle that one out in your head. Okay, so in astrology, we're using your chart to understand your map to happiness. That's what we're doing, and it is your map. What makes you happy is not the blueprint for the rest of the world. This is the problem with religion. 
What makes some person high on the belief that they have does not necessarily the subscription or the prescription for the another for somebody else. It's personal. That's what your chart is, your personal signature. So when you hatched and you took your first breath, and I don't care how you got here, you hatched, you came out a cesarean section, you were artificially inseminated, it doesn't matter. When you take your first breath, when we breathe life into you, we take a snapshot of the sky from where you were located, and that chart becomes your map. Some people say, well, I was in a near-death experience. I actually died on the operating table. I came back. I want that chart to be me. That's great. Have it be you. Uh, and that m very well may be. But I still believe that that accident is inside the original birth chart when you took your breath. Okay. So we can do all the, the metaphysical woo-woo you want. Um, it's, it, your beliefs are your beliefs. That's just where they land. My thing is with astrology, at least we have a physical blueprint. I'm not making it more special for me. I like that I have a blueprint of you and I can see what's going on around the sky around you. Now, today we have a Gemini moon. Chatty, chatty, chatty. You know me. I never talk. It's hard to talk. <laughs> when Gemini moon comes around, it's off the charts. It's crazy. I love it because Gemini says, let's talk. But what if, what if you are a uh, cancer rising? And Gemini's in your 12th house. Well, guess what the Gemini moon's going to be for you? Everybody else around you is talking and you're like, I don't want to do anything here but hide, right? So when I say Gemini moon means we're all chatty, it's not we're all chatty, okay? Those of us where Gemini is located in a way that it opens us will be chatty and will love communication because Gemini's aren't just about talking, right? Gemini is about understanding. Gemini's want a connection with you. A lot of people say Gemini's just talk, talk, talk about nothing. That's not true. They really want something special. They want to feel connected to you. That's why in my book, Love Scopes, is that a segue plug? In my book, Love Scopes, we say the way to hurt a Gemini, the way to punish them for being bad is say, we'll talk about it later. Because that is where people, that is how you cut the cord of communication off with them. And so um, if you cut the cord of communication off with them, what you're doing is saying, I'm cutting what you love the most. And, and so that's like my next, um, that'll be my next, I always say that'll be my next book, the how to manipulate through astrology, right? So we'll give you all the inner secrets. We're going to interrupt my communication for a minute to talk to Maureen, who's called in. So Christy, let's, let's take a couple calls. Take your time. Hi, Mark. How are you? Hey, Maureen, how are you? Wonderful. So glad to talk to you. And I'm a newbie, so I really, really love one to listen. It is Oh, awesome. you're so sweet. Thank you. You're a Libra too. You really are sweet. And you're a Gemini rising, which is so beautiful because we're today the moon is right on your ascendant. So we get a chance to talk. But you have a Capricorn moon in your personal chart. And that means that that's somebody who knows how to take care of others and actually has a large part of your focus is that. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on in your life. Well, I've been um, in healthcare for a, quite a long time. I was in oncology for over 14 years and took wow. a hiatus from it about two years ago. I just kind of needed to step back and regroup and it yeah. kind of hit me. It hit me personally and it hit me professionally because I went through it with family members and also with work. So wow. now I'm kind of in a, in a no-brainer job and have all this time with my family again and kind of have my life back. And I'm just, you know, for me, I'm so used to going 90 miles an hour. And it <laughs> no just doubt. feels awkward. You know, it just feels really awkward. So <sighs> I just kind of need to, you know, it's it's been, I've been kind of stuck in the mud for the past year. Um, you know, finances have been tough, and just trying to get myself back to where I feel like I'm in the right place. Yeah. You know, I is perfect for what I'm what I want right now in my life. Yes, um, yes. My heart, my heart misses oncology. I love it, love it, love it. But you know, I needed to step back. So, kind of your thought process on it. Yeah, I would love to give you that. First of all, thank you for those years in such a difficult industry and in such a difficult profession that you would dedicate that much of your healing energy and your light and your hard work to that industry. I'm sure you were a, quite a blessing there. And you have Neptune at the top of your chart. Pisces rules your career house. So you take all that on. I mean, so God bless you for giving it a break because I'm sure there's a part of you that was like, okay, 
<laughs> you know, I've absorbed enough um, uh, enough uh, radiation, contact radiation from from mm-hmm. everyone around. You know, these years of doing this service. So yeah, good for you. Number one, to take a break. Number two, um, Pluto is is having a field day with you. It's asking you to relook at your life. It's asking you to to make some hard choices right now that don't that that I think are part of this career thing is part of it. Also, I think there's just a part of you that is, what is my duty in life? What is my responsibility versus where am I allowed to do what my heart wants to do? Because you're a Capricorn moon. Part of it is the challenge because I can, I should. And in that message lies a sense of guilt because putting you first is not one of the things that that is really easy for you uh, and you're finding that out right now because Jupiter is about to hit your north node your north node is what your is what your mission your soul mission is and it's in Leo it is to put yourself first to put your heart first to to have that inner voice that comes to you that says no matter what I'm not backing down on the support of my choice here but you're being challenged and and I wouldn't doubt that there there's a female in your life that's challenging this or there's there's an authority figure. It could be a grandparent, a mother, but there's a there's a feminine battle going on. Because I'm saying that because the metaphor is Pluto, which is kind of like the matriarch, is on your moon, which is also the secondary symbol of the moon. And so I think we're looking at how your mother did it, how um, what your motives are. I think you're asking that question more and more because your mom shows up in your chart as a, an incredible influence for you, but also one that is uh, a mixture of uh, beautiful and also spiritual, but very tragic in a certain way, like maybe fighting her own her own personal demons. But whatever that is for you, um, she was an inspiration, and she sort of she sort of is motivating this cycle right now, where you're kind of breaking out from what you were taught with what you your who this woman is, who Maureen is inside. Is it kind of making sense? It, it most definitely is. Um, you know, my mother was, was just so kind and so sweet and would talk to anybody that would even, you know, in a line. In a oh, God, um, yeah. And she, she had suffered from breast cancer, and that's what drove me to oncology. Wow. So there's a part of me right now that, you know, that's where my heart is, and I keep yeah. saying, should I go back? But then there's another part of me that said, you know, I know I would get sucked in if I did. No, no, no. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, your healing ability, whether it's in a defined profession, oncology, um, it, it, it help, uh, being a checkout person at a, at a grocery store, it is so irrelevant. What is relevant is this spirituality in you, this kindness in you, this ability to heal, this ability to look at somebody beyond their illness never leaves you. It's a gift you're taking wherever you go. Let that get defined for you by something inside of you, not something outside of you. Let that get defined by your heart, by your history. Don't, don't try to figure this one out. Um, like, and right. I know you're a Gemini rising and you've got that Libra, you're an air sign, but there's a part of your soul right now going through this little journey. Let it guide you. It is going, you're going to be fine. Your gift will never leave you. You don't have to exercise it. You don't have to figure it out. Sometimes when you feel you're not making a difference is when you're making the biggest difference. But I can tell you right now, it's a little confusing for you because Mars in the sky is on your Neptune. It, you, you're not sure, but I'll tell you what, you will be. And the clarity is going to come so quickly. By 2015, you're going to be spot on clear what you want to do. But in the meantime, be floaty mm-hmm. and like to go the path, stay your course. Don't over, don't, don't feel guilty that you could have made a difference over there. Or something. And people will use that on you. They'll say, if only you did it. And it's like, we feel like you were over there. Right. It would be, and, and I want you to practice. This is your North Node. Practice holding that incredible sense of endearment for yourself. Uh, inner father, we call it, where he, where he says, no matter what you do, I'm not going to hurt you. I won't make fun of you. I won't berate you. You stay the course and I'll stay with you. And that's the, the voice you're building for yourself. Um, we call it the inner father as a metaphor, not for the real dad, not for God, not, for, not to replace mom. It's a voice of nurturance, of stability, of fearlessness that you're building. Stay that course because what you're going through right now is kind of like it feels a little stuck and it feels a little confusing, but that's as these planets pass through. And I'm telling you by 2015, you will be like, bingo, 
I get it. I know what I'm doing and it'll come. So in the meantime, be in the space, be in the moment, be in the now <laughs> and, and oh. really appreciate where you've been as much as possible because and where you are because it's going to change. And in the meantime, you've been a gift, Maureen, and you still have it. It's not going to go anywhere. There's more to come. It's just being worked out in a different way right now. Does that help you? Wonderful, Mark. I mean, you spoke directly to my heart. Yay! Oh, it's a big heart, honey. Thank you, Maureen. You'd be good to yourself and keep us Thank posted you, if you want, honey. Thanks for being so sweet. I Talk will. to you soon. All righty. Bye bye. Um, Christy, we have Tiffany in queue. Hi, Mark. Tiff, how are you? Oh, I am hanging on. I'm hanging on. You're hanging on. You're a Virgo. You guys always are hanging I on. Am. I have to talk to you. Gemini moon for you too. Isn't that cute? And Taurus rising. So Tiffany, what brings you to call in the show? Well, um, I've been working from a home office for the past nine years. The last three years have been quite a bit of a struggle. And this year, um, I've had some health issues, one that led to another that led to another to another. And so I feel like I've just been turned upside down and inside out <laughs> recently. Bless your heart. You and, tired of it? <laughs> and in the, yeah. And in the meantime, um, a few relationships um, imploded and I let go of those. Ugh. And now here I am and fall is approaching and I'm starting to feel a little lighter. Yay. And I want... Yeah, and so um, it's time for me to make a decision about my business okay. and um, if I want to re-register it. So my question for you is, astrologically speaking, is this a good time for me to re-register my business that I've had? Because basically everything expired and it's time to decide to do that or maybe it's time to move on. Okay, I don't see any reason why you need to dissolve this business. I think that um, you're in a sort of existential crisis. I think you're not sure purpose-wise um, what you're supposed to be doing. I think that there's a little confusion. You're, you, you're Mercury-ruled. You know, you're a Virgo. You have a Gemini moon. You think about everything. Am I wrong? Nope. Not wrong. <laughs> you, right. You think about everything. And I mean, I know we all think, but your mind is like, oh, I know it thinks of everything. Now, here's the thing. Neptune comes along and it sort of confuses you. And Neptune's in Pisces. You're, it's exactly making this sort of 90 degree angle to your moon. And it's and you're like, oh, my God, I got to make a choice. And, and you're trying to think yeah. that choice out. I know. I know. I know. When it comes to Neptune, the advice I always give is stay where you are. Stay in the moment. This is where you're spiritually closer to any wisdom that it were. Nah, I can't say it that way. You're spiritually, you feel more accessible spiritually, like inside of you. This is where it's okay to say, I need a clear signal. Now, I say go on and renew, get everything in order because you don't want to mess up. Like you don't want to think you know more than during this time period. Like you want, I would like everything to stay pretty stable for you while you, while these changes outside of you are happening, like relationships, because we have Saturn in your seventh house. Um, that's going to settle down too. Don't worry. I know you feel alone right now. I know you feel like you're going to have to walk this alone. A lot of Virgos do. It's not going to be long. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Jupiter okay. is in your fourth house. In Leo, it's opening you up. This is the time in a metaphoric, if I were a Native American, I might speak to you about tapping into your ancestors. Not that Native Americans would do that. I'm not trying to racially profile. But I'm saying like in a spiritual sense, this is the time to reach into your ancestors because I know that's really respected in that culture. And and in the Asian cultures, in whatever culture that, that exists that honors the past and the people that have been there, this is a time for you to reach in and sort of look at your history, look at the people that have been in your life and and ask them for wisdom, people that aren't even here physically. This is the time where um, your home can be your sanctuary. This is a time to look at your home, make it more comfortable for you. It's a time to trust the career and where it's happening. There is not one thing in your natal chart, not one thing that shows a dissolution of what you've built. Nothing. So Capricorn rules the top of your chart. You know, you're a late bloomer in the career world. In other words, 
success comes to you later, uh, the real success you're looking for. Um, I don't know why that is. Um, anybody with real Saturn uh, connections, it's always like that. You work hard, you put your nose to the grindstone, and you benefit in a different way. You benefit later where you can enjoy it more. It's really kind of strange. Jupiter is in your 10th house. You were born with it there. You will always be lucky in your careers. And you will always do something that benefits the world, always. You'll want to. Now, your north yeah, node I is do. in Cap. I know, I know, honey. You're so sweet. And you have to understand this. You're brilliant and you're creative and you have this gift and it's in your, you were born with the sun in the fifth house. Your wisdom, your ability to see below the surface, the things you create, the way, the way you go about things creatively is just off the chart and we have to allow that some time to get like with this Capricorn slowing things down we have to allow it some time to sort of um, um, alchemically heat up and transform my advice to you stay your course renew your licenses this is advice now my, I mean if you decide not to I so trust that because you have Jupiter in the 10th house anything you do is going to be lucky but I suggest you keep everything renewed because everything else is changing. Let it change. But you have control over that change. Make sure those are in place for you because when this opens up for you and it will open up, I'm thinking like by November, December 2014, you're going to start feeling that clarity. That's when you're going to um, – to me, that's when you're going to go, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad I got – I have everything in place. And it's not going to be long before um, – you know, partnerships for you, Virgo, I always say, you know my thing with Virgo, if you've ever listened to my shows, Virgo is like, get a duplex, you you are a loner, you're the true loner of the Zodiac, love, love hard, and then kick them out. <laughs> Make sure you have your space, okay? <laughs> and you got to do that because that's, it's like your nature and it's good for you. But you have a beautiful trine from Pluto happening. Your power is going to be there for a long, long time. It's just going to get stronger. Saturn sort of readjusting your relationship house and your mind. Honey, it's just, it, it's really, really going to be a comforting time for you. Your grand trine in Earth is happening now. So don't overthink it if you can. When you watch your chattering mind chatter, just rise above it and go, look at that mind go, wow. And <clears throat> know mm -hmm. that this, this cycle is going to be um, one that brings you comfort and safety. But this is just the sort of purge part of it. So I say stay your course. Get, get those things renewed. And how do you feel? Does that help you? That that helps a lot, and um, purging, that's the perfect word for what's been going on. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You I mean, that's what you'll do that a lot. In, in all areas of my life. <laughs> you And you will do that a lot cyclically in your life because of the Pluto-Sun connection you have. That's how they do it. You get you build up, build up, build up, and then it's like a big pimple. And you're like, mm -hmm. okay, everything out. Oh. I'm cleaning up. And just so that cycle, start appreciating it because it's part of how you you grow. And it's a beautiful one, and you're good at it. That help. That makes sense, and you and it does a lot. And you were going to say my north node is in something. Oh, did I not tell I you? Okay, your north well, node. Well, because is, I interrupted. That's okay. No, your north node is in Capricorn, the ruler of your tenth house. Another reason why we're going to see late blooming happening, like a lot of prosperity, but later. Not that you'll be impoverished until then. It's just that the real success that you feel in your heart is what your mission is, and it comes later. It comes through that hard work, that determination. You're not afraid of it. It's just instead of taking okay. care of everybody else, your motive is take care of you. Build this empire slowly, one foot in front of the other, because the empire is designed to help the world. Make sense? Yes, that's yes. It makes it's exactly what I believe. So thank Yay. you for it's exactly what I know for myself. That's right. You absolutely it's do know hard, this. It's hard to be patient. I know, honey. I know, thank but you, you have so much, Mark. You're welcome, sweetie. Thank you. Take care. Bye, bye now. So people listening in, um, when you're, when you're dealing with some of this, like find your chart in this, find, like you probably don't know what house, many of you will know what house your sun is in or your moon is in, but notice the themes of the people calling in because they're speaking to you. They're speaking to all of us about what they're feeling right now. And what we're seeing is a lot of Neptunian confusion. Neptune is in Pisces, the ruler of Neptune. So it washes us over with a sense of confusion. It deepens our spirituality because it forces us to sort of jump in the boat and just go, just take me somewhere. And we're going to see a new resurgence, I think, in the in the world of spirituality, in the world of pharmaceuticals, because Neptune rules drugs and it's in its ruler. So we're going to see some, some advancements here that are going to be profound. We're also going to see 
a true transformation in the world of spirituality. Okay, watch and see what I was talking about. All right, let us talk now. Um, we have Greg on the line, and thank you all for calling in. Hey, Mark, how are you? Greg, how are you doing? I'm I'm fantastic. I'm surprised I'm on. This is awesome. Ah, it is awesome. We always like when a guy calls in because it's a it's definitely like an industry that attracts way more women, which is beautiful. But when every once in a while, when when we see a guy, it's like so nice. And I thank you for doing that. You're a Libra, and you have a Virgo moon. <laughs> I know so many people with that combination, and it's like we just and Libra with a Virgo moon and a Scorpio rising. And we'll talk a little bit about that as we find out perhaps why you're calling in the show. What's going on? Well, I guess my, my the thing that res- well, the question I want to ask the most is I feel I don't feel stuck, mm-hmm. but I'm not really feeling any kind of movement, especially in a career segment. Right. I, I want to do something different than what I'm doing, um, but I'm not getting I'm getting some signs, but it's not clear yet. That's interesting because that makes so much sense. First of all, Greg, right now. You you have a lot of Vir- that Virgo that I talked about. You were born in this generation in this in the early '60s with Pluto and Uranus and Virgo, and now you have the Moon there. There's a part of you that so thinks outside the box. You're you're absolutely brilliant. You have a desire to do something that's not usual, and you do it. You want to do it with authority and with perception and and with a a certain kind of piercing laser um, uh, accuracy. It's so cool because this is somebody that when you find this thing that you want, you will knock it over. Now, here's the thing. You also have sun in the 10th house. You're another humanitarian. You want to make a difference in the world. You want to be of service. You want to feel good about what you're doing. And that's coming. And now you'll always do that. But right now, you have Mars in the sky is, which is our action planet, is being drowned by your own Neptune. In other words, it's all unconscious. It's all internal. There's a whirlwind of things going on inside of you. And basically, it's not going to be until next year that you get this incredible aha, I know, where Saturn comes to the ascendant because it's in your 12th house now, Saturn's in Scorpio, and it's going to hit your rising sign, and it's going to say, I know what I want. And it will be such crystal clear and such resonance. And you know what? Nothing will be able to stop you. Now, the problem is you have Jupiter and Aries. It's, it's, uh, you want it yesterday when you get these, in, when you get restless, when you get these insights, you're actually really gifted. You're really creative. Don't forget any of that, that your chart needs a little time to unfold itself. Now, you were born with the North Node in Capricorn. You're like a builder. You know exactly how to do things. You know how to do what's required of you. You know how to take care of the world if, if they ask you. But we have the North Node in Cancer, exact opposite of the color before. Your thing is to do things that nurture you, to to actually feel good to you and trust that if that's taken care of, you're going to feed the world. But you have to, you have to put some, some strong attention on the self in terms of, does this work for me? Because your signs, your planets are pretty selfless. You know, they're all about the other person. They're all about thinking about how it's going to work for them and what's going to, you know, what's the best move. So I think with this ninth house placement, that you have. If you're not already a teacher, I'm sure you will be. Um, but I do think that what when this clarity comes to you, so listen to this too. Jupiter's in Leo right now. The sign after Leo is Virgo. I have never seen anybody not have Jupiter hit their moon and not prosper. Nobody. I mean, whether it's the, a, a enormous opportunity that happens, and all this is happening spring of 2015. So, Greg, surfboard until spring. Just chill. Like, let this thing find itself, and you're going to be. So so you're going to be so happy because when Jupiter goes into Virgo, not only does it hit your moon, that Uranus, that Pluto, it hits your career house. And then right after Virgo, Libra, you're a Libra. And then right after Libra, Scorpio. So that means we have about six straight years of you finding this increase and finding this path. And you are, I think, smiling. I think smiling the whole way. In the meantime, Saturn's in your 12th. Mars is in your 12th. It's like, ugh. <laughs> like shake that off and then <laughs> let it come to the like get through this year that's what i'm saying surf it out and then we'll see on the other side this clarity this sort of mounting clarity it's so incredible um robin williams had a similar thing mars returning to his 12th if you get 
any feeling that you don't that you aren't gifted or that you let any sort of sense of not being good enough preside i want you to remember there's a ch- you can choose another way to look at this like let this thing ride cuz that was the the transit mar- uh, robin was under that actually uh, ernest hemingway did the same thing whereas martin luther king same transit gave his speech I have a dream speech. So we have a choice here to empower ourselves. You have to remember to bring your power forward. And if you hit a point where you're like, God, all I see are my flaws, that's what your signs do. <laughs> your signs do that. They go, oh, look at this. I could do this better. Do and, and you don't have to be of that. Okay, You can watch yourself do it. But you, you know that's not you. That's just your mind trained to see the flaw. And then it'll shift. Yep. And it, it'll shift, in, I'm telling you, by spring of 2015. Fabulous. Thank you, Mark, so much. I love you. I love you too, Greg. That help you? You're good? It does. It does indeed. Indeed. Okay, buddy. Thank you so much. Be good to yourself. Thank you. Bye, Greg. You guys are bye. Bye, buddy. Thank you. You guys are just gorgeous out there. Can you feel it? It's like this is the thing. We're looking to we're looking to have faith. We're looking to believe that this chart brings us what we can, that brings us the love we need. This might be Idera, beautiful Idera online on the line. Christy, if you see her. Oh, Mark, beautiful Mark. How are you? Hey, baby, how are you? It's good to hear your voice. Oh. You doing good? I'm doing good. Doing good. Thank you. Taurus, that you are, and a Aquarius moon and a Libra rising. That's for the people listening in. Idera, t- summarize what's going on, girl. Well, you know, the past two years, I feel like I've been wandering around in the forest and um, not quite sure whether I'm getting some clarity or not. I'm looking for a new home and uh, yes. just waiting for the, you know, you start in a car engine and it doesn't quite start. It's just, <laughs> the engine's not <laughs> Yeah, sounds like it's going to, like, yeah, today, let's see if it goes, and it, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> now, you know, you're yeah, getting... So any insights. Oh, that's sweet. You know, you're getting a little tortured. I'll admit, Pluto is squaring, squaring your the ruler of your chart, Venus, and it's just, it's just, it can be just uh, painful in that not like literal. It can be emotional pain. But I think what it does is it sort of makes you question just about your total existence um because on one hand it's like your car you're starting the car it's ready to rev and the other hand pluto's like but wait a minute if you hit the gas even if it starts if you hit the gas you have this to deal with this to deal with this to deal with there's a whole bunch of things inside of you questioning everything and you are waiting because i know you feel the buzz in the air uranus is about four degrees away from your seventh house meaning that it's ready to pop into the outside world it's ready to take that change you've been wanting to happen it's like it's ready it just it started going backwards you're like what (laughs) so it's like it gets ready to touch your seventh house and it's like wait a minute because you have aries on the seventh house even though you're a taurus and you have all the patience there is a something in a relationship there's some relationship you with a a business you with a person you with somebody that's got to change and uranus is ready to bring that change to you it just sort of backed up for a minute so we got to get some forward motion in that that's going to happen sooner than you think this fall actually um now the last november is the last of the pluto square that sort of that sort of nagging feeling that something's wrong nagging feeling that you got to get um something with uh, health related it could be travel related anything that like what am i going to do related that's all going to end november it's over you don't ever have to deal with that for the rest of your entire life ever and so i want you to know that the universe is getting you prepared for this new thing now choices you made in the past Decisions that you feel like um, you had to leave behind, you're gonna everything that was a fantasy is gonna dissolve for you in the next six months, and everything that 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 is real within that fantasy will stay. You know what I'm saying? So the foundations that are phony are gonna go away. The foundations that are actually real are gonna stay. So you are gonna see a dissolution of things that you th- that you're gonna be able to see the facts from the from the fantasy, and it's gonna be very revealing. That happens this year. Uh, everything happens like for you in this transit between November and December. We are going to see 2014, I think, be the release year for you, releasing the illusions. And I think what, with Jupiter now come in, in Leo opposing that moon, I think you're going to get that house. I think that's when you're going to free up and be able to move because you need to do that. I see that. Um, 
And lastly, I think the 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 beauty here is we're going to see Saturn restructuring your finances so you can finally get some safety. Um, and I think that's the big thing for you is like, I need to feel safe. Pluto's sort of helping you see where you're unsafe. And as that ends in November and December, you're going to start like this clarity, like that you're the missing piece. That's the word that I've been looking for for you. The missing thing, because you know something's missing. You've been looking for it for a while. You are going to get to find that November, December. And then I think for you, it's like, now I can chart my course. That's what you've been waiting for, girl. And I feel it in you. And I know you've been patient. But I'm telling you, I think that this will be the final year for it, where it's like everything is revealed and you'll know what to do. Does that help you? Oh, that is just such a blessing. Thank you so much. Really yeah, Adara, you've been an amazing you've been amazing example of patience. And I want you to know that it's it's so clear. But your your time, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you because when Jupiter next year Jupiter goes into Virgo and hits that Pluto, Jupiter, Uranus, hits Libra then it's just we're gonna know what we're doing. Hang in there now, girl, okay? Okay, thank you so much. Bless you. Good job, honey. Thank you. You too. Take care, baby. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. You guys, I just want to read for y'all all day. Is that bad? Am I wrong? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I made a joke of that yesterday, and I saw somebody post something. It's like, is it wrong to love like this? And you know they're saying I'm a love like this anyway. I love reading charts for you guys. Thank you for being patient. And I, I hope you get value from listening to people who are in a situation, in a pickle, and bring the advice home to you, okay, based on your signs. Erica? Hi, Mark. Erica, how are you? I'm all right. You know, first of all, I want to thank I really appreciate your outlook and it's really refreshing. That's so sweet. You know what? You're a Virgo, and I, anytime a Virgo compliments me, I take it as like high praise, honest to goodness. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and you're a Scorpio moon too. Yeah. Nothing gets by you either. <laughs> so thank you no, for that. And, and a Leo rising. I know. It's so sweet. Um, what What's going on, girl? Um. It's kind of a lot of stuff. It's kind of up and down, and but it's like financial, professional, and stuff. And I'm not really sure, kind of, if things are gonna even out soon. Yes. Okay. 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 You know, do you, do you feel somewhat isolated? Have you been Have you been feeling more and more and more? I, I would love to know the experience of Saturn on your moon, your experience of it. I have the same thing going on. Um, yours is coming up, and it starts, what it starts doing is there's this, it first shows a need for boundary, but you know, Virgos usually have that really strong. So I want to know, are you starting to feel a sense of closing in, like the choices are getting less and less, or the, you're starting to get intolerant of people more and more? Do you notice any of that going on? No, I think that I've really narrowed it down to people who I really want versus. <laughs> I knew no, you'd be good at it already. That's so good. Well, let me show you. Let me tell you what's going on here. On August 29th, Jupiter's going to cross your ascendant. First time in 12 years it's done that. And that's such an amazing event. Because before it does that, it has to hide out in your 12th house. And when Jupiter hides in your 12th house, sometimes we feel a little lost and like nothing's happening. So number one, if you go back 12 years to 2002-ish, um, see if your life seemed to maybe have taken a change, a pickup change, number one. Number two, yeah. after <laughs> huh, it did or not? Yeah, I got laid off from my law firm. Oh, good. And was it a bad experience overall? I mean, did did it set you off in a course that you eventually appreciated, which is typical? But I mean, were you glad to be laid off, or was it a devastation? It was mixed. It was mixed. I mean, okay. I hated the I hated the job, but I felt like I failed, so it kind of shook my confidence. I gotcha. Okay, isn't that interesting? Well, here we are again. Only this time, are you in? Is your job a threat at all? Um. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Is it really? Well, I mean, you know, there's I'm contracting, so it's like... Oh, it's, it's always a threat. Temporary. It's always I gotcha. a threat. So, okay. Yeah. 
Well, I think we're going to see a change here, Erica, because Virgos, listen, you're a Virgo, you're Sun Mercury conjunction in Virgo. You are a Virgo, Virgo. Your mind is a Virgo. You think like a Virgo. Um, you, I'm sure you've thought of everything. I'm sure you review it a million times over. I'm sure you're correct in your assessments. I'm sure you do it right. I'm sure you have a moral foundation that's amazing. I'm sure about all those things. What I, what I'm not sure about is the gift that Jupiter is going to bring you because what I love to see happen, your rising sign is ruled by the sun, your Virgo part. I think you're going to be happy. I think there's going to be a smile put on your face here. And it's a, it's a one, two, three, four, five, six year cycle, seven year cycle for you. This is big. And it's your kind of cycle. It pulls you inward a little bit. The clarity is about to come. The only thing that I feel like you're dealing with coming up is the Saturn moon thing where you're I think you might feel like it's important that you get some emotional needs met, um, that you get, that you take a look at, um, I think it's going to affect your alone time, how you spend it, how you, how you shut the mind down to go into a quiet zone. Uh, do you have any interest in moving? Honestly, I love New York. Excellent. So you want to stay. What about your physical really. house? Not um, the state. How about just the location? Are you okay where, where you are? I mean, I could always move within New York, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not a big... We're not talking about cross-country, anything. Just location of your oh, home. Okay. Has that been on your mind? Yeah, definitely, but uh, it's not been an option. No, I understand. I think it's going to become an option. That's why I'm looking at this like, God, Saturn's going to hit your moon in the fourth. I think we're going to start seeing options that actually serve you really well. Um, and I also think that the, I think work's going to be fine. I don't think you have anything to worry about there. I would like to know what happens around August 29th, 30th for you with Jupiter right there. Will you just mark that on your calendar? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. And then, um, we're going to also see Jupiter then go into your second house of finance, which means an expansion in finance. I'm not worried about your money or your work. I know you will because you worry, but I'm not worried about it personally. I think I that, like yeah, I know that's good, but you know, your mind is a life of its own. What are you going to do? It's just, if it's triggered, it's going to move. And so your ability to sort of rise above it's going to be very helpful. So now I think the big thing is for you is like, let's see what this subconscious mind brings with Saturn on your moon. Because I think you're going to get some wisdom about either work, working alone, what you really desire. And I think you're going to be surprised at some of the openings. It's hard to predict for Virgo sometimes because... You guys have a way of quelching that you don't want to get your hopes wrapped around something. You'll obsess. So you learn how not to do that. So you stay pretty, you can stay pretty dry in the middle, but I'm feeling it a little bit here where I, I can tickle you and say, I think there's a light coming. I think you don't have to worry much. I think you're going to worry, but I don't think you're going to have to worry as much as you think you are and that these solutions are going to be presented to you. But I think we got to celebrate August 29th. So put that on your calendar, will you? And if something crazy happens, you have to bust through your Virgo and let us know on your Facebook page, on our Facebook page. Like, just say it happened. Something fun, if you would, okay? All right. Thank you so much, Mark. All right, honey. Thank you. Smile, Erica. It's good. It's good. It's going to be okay. Bye now. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Yeah, honey. Thank you. So fun. You know, you guys notice the themes are calling. We got a lot of, we got Aquarius moons calling. We got Virgos calling. We got Capricorns calling and tons of Geminis and Gemini risings and Gemini moons. A point in case. Let's talk to Kim. Hi, Mark. Kim, how are you? Hello. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You're an Aquarian. You were born on the new moon. Do you know that? No. You were born on the new moon almost exactly. It's so cool. So new moons are really big for you whenever you hear new moon, like woohoo. Now you are also born with a Gemini rising and you have a ton of Virgo and a ton of Aquarius in your chart. Meaning to me, an astrologer, you have a mind that's like incredible. Like your mind's always on, always doing something. One of those like needs a whip and a harness and a direction. (laughs) Because <laughs> you think of everything and it's like, and it's, it's amazing and it's wonderful and it's humanitarian. But I think what, what the gift here is, what I think we're going to see here is an issue that's related to you not being able to put yourself first. Let's talk about what's going on. Well, the past couple of years, I've made tons of changes and doing lots of growing and learning. 
I'm thinking like my life is awesome now, but there's just the romance part. I just can't seem to get it going. And I was just wondering about it now. Uh, yes, I get that. You know, you have Sag on your seventh mm-hmm. house, your Neptune on your seventh house. You understand that when relationship enters your life, you disappear. Do you know that? Has it been yeah. too long to remember? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. You have nothing there. You disappear. You merge. You become them. You become. In, you 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 feel every every nuance. And it would be so interesting mm-hmm. to see how you work that. Like either you bring somebody in that's wounded and you need to take care of, or you bring somebody in who whose life is so diverse that you end up going into their life. My point in saying that is before you say, I want a relationship, I think sometimes what you do is you get secure, really secure, so you can afford to be the person getting lost in there, okay? So because it is a part of you that's like, I want that really bad. I want to be seen. I want to be connected. And there's another part of you that's like, wait a minute, I don't want to do anything normal. I don't want a normal relationship. I want a spiritual connection. I want somebody that enjoys my Mm -hmm. spirituality. I want somebody that takes me to another plane. Somebody who, after my daily taking care of business, I can go disappear. And that's nothing wrong with that at all. It's actually beautiful. But I think what we're looking for is when that, I think, okay, I know when it's going to happen. I think I know when it's going to happen. I think we're going to have some energy here. Uh, Jupiter just needs to go a little further into Leo and trying that point. It's going to be the bingo point. And I think we're looking at, ooh, February, March, um, where that the, the music kicks on and you'll be like, I walked in the room and I looked across the room and saw these blue eyes, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> because that's how it's going to happen for you. You know that, right? Neptune on the 7th. It's like dream stuff. It's so cute. It's wonderful. I shouldn't say cute. But I want you to know that Jupiter is going to support that. And I are you thinking about moving at all? Have you been thinking about moving? Because Jupiter's right there near your fourth house. I, I haven't. I've just moved the past like three months ago. Okay, so you just place. moved. That's where the moving energy is. That's mm-hmm. fine. Because what's going to happen now is there's going to be a new introduction to the house. So I don't know what that means except that I do think you're probably going to you're on the you're on the road to meeting somebody. So let me just reassure you. Yes, you're going to meet somebody. Number 2, be sure to have some space cuz you Aquarius Virgo, you need space. Don't you keep an impeccable place? Are you almost OCD or is that just my imagination? No, you're right. <laughs> and then you bring Neptune in. It's going to leave a mess. Really? No, it's going to be cute. I, I just want the sitcom version. So, um, but have fun with it. Will you do that? Just have fun. I want you okay. to enjoy it because the relationship's coming. Just be centered and, and watch yourself. Like, watch yourself. Like, oh, look at me taking on their interest now. Or look at me getting irritated mm-hmm. that there's something all over the, like, ooh, clean yourself before this or whatever. Okay. I love that part. So you're fine. <laughs> And I think we're going to see it okay. soon. And, and honestly, I think February, March. And will you keep us posted maybe? A little, a little heart in a, yeah. in a post. Okay, awesome, Kim. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you. Thank Big you. Big hugs to you, honey. Bye-bye. So cute. <laughs> you guys, that's it. We can't take any more. I could take all day, really. You guys just thrill me. Listen, do me a favor. You need to questions answered. You're looking for hope. You think that I hire anybody? Go over to one two. Listen, they're not. They aren't there because they're 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 just pretty faces. They're there because they went through my trial, the gauntlet they called it. So coming up next is the amazing Kathleen Hall. She is also one of my team. She does gallery readings, which means she gets images and just puts them out there. Now she puts her butt on the line, and she, she gets amazing results. I know you love her already. And those of you that don't know her, stay tuned and take a listen. Also, after that is C.A. Brooks. And she writes for my Power Peak. C.A. is actually one of my right hands on the back end of One to Listen because she's impeccable at what she does. And if you know anything about the Power Peak, which is at one2house.com, just click the Power Peak and read it. C.A., you can see how she outlines day-to-day stuff that's going on. We're twisting her arm to start teaching astrology classes um, because she's amazing at it and her wisdom is so good. Um, there's a ton of classes at one to Academy this week. So 12academy.com, please check those out. I promote, endorse, holler at you about the one two business because we're naked in front of you. What you see is what you get, but really there's more 
than does meet the eye. You actually get more than what you see uh, about who these people are. We're having a sale today just so we could tell you about it, okay? So please go visit over there. I've had such a delightful time talking to you. You guys are my heart, my soul. Let's stay in touch, will you? Okay, there's a lot. There's beautiful stuff this week. Virgo birthday start on the 22nd. I'll be here to talk to you about them next week, okay, you guys? This is Mark Husson. This is the Mark Husson Show. This is my heart. Yeah, it really was. Take care of yourself. See you next week. Bye now. Psychic Cat. I see enlightenment in your future right here on One Two Radio, where we are changing the way you listen to the world. Show some emotion.
Radio, changing the way we listen to the world.